the Koigig part on Off the Ball. Having taken a poor penalty for you as a goalkeeper, mentally to go back and go, and you've seen it. It was such a poor effort from her. Mackenzie Ireland should have saved that penalty. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. Off the Ball Breakfast. Ireland's Sports Breakfast Show. Now, the Irish Blind and Visually Impaired Tennis Team are preparing to participate in the International Blind Sports Federation World Games, which take place in Birmingham. The tennis tournament takes place between the 23rd and the 27th of August. That's next week. I'm delighted to say we're joined now by two participating athletes, Vincent Keane and Doris Finley, alongside the CEO of Tennis Ireland, Kevin Quinn. You're all very welcome. This is a very exciting period for you. Uh, Vinny, tell us a little bit about um, what your preparation has been like for the tournament. Oh, uh yeah, sure, Ger. Uh So for me, uh, I've been playing uh, blind tennis for over a year now. Um, so the start at the start, uh, I've been going to say fitness exercise classes that Vision Sports Ireland would run. Go to the gym and obviously train more and um, play more tennis. I'd play tennis, say in the likes of Tremor Tennis Club, Nace, Rosslare in Wexford, and up in Shankill in Dublin. So I play an awful, an awful lot of tennis, maybe five days a week. Right. And, uh, you know, just get fit, do a bit of yoga, do a bit of mental exercise classes. And But the main thing is I enjoy it. I love, I love doing all this. Doris, when did you get into it? I got into it about six years ago. Um, there was a taster session and... I just sort of, when when they mentioned blind tennis, I sort of just laughed. I'm like, blind tennis, really? Like, how's that going to happen? So I went and the, the, the ball is obviously larger. It's a sponge ball and it rattles. And the courts are three-quarter length shorter, you know, than the normal tennis court. But it's just like normal tennis. All the rules are the same. So I went and I actually really enjoyed it, you know. And uh, I thought, you know what, I'm actually going to go back. And I've been there, like I say, six years now. Um, and now you're representing Ireland. Yes, this is my second time to represent Ireland. Unfortunately, the first time um, I was all set to go, got my kit and unfortunately got knocked down by a car. Oh, so no. broke my shoulder and I had to pull out, which was devastating. But um, I'm going to make sure this time that nothing happens. <laughs> and I am raring to go on Monday. So I am. So, yeah. Kevin, you brought a, a ball in with you. You can shake it there and we can hear the rattle of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Vinny has one here in front of us too, which is, if you pass that over, you can see this, like a, it's a big sponge ball. So, just to describe it, within it, then if you take it out, there's like a ping pong ball with a rattle inside, essentially. So, every time the ball bounces, you can hear it makes a noise, and that's how they basically operate. So there's different classifications in terms of blind tennis. B1, which is completely blind, to B4. So representing us here, Doris, is B4, and that tends to be sort of 15 or 20% of the site that we would normally have. Um, and then Vinny is B2. So in terms of Vinny, uh, you know, really only have sight in one eye, isn't that right, Vinny? That's right. Yeah, so, um, so tunnel vision yeah. in one eye, really. That's right. So, um, and, and it, the way that it works, too, is that the ball obviously bounces and you can hear it until you can play off that. Um, it's fascinating. I had a go of it, Dan. We, we played Dan in Wexford Boat and Tennis Club. We had a demonstration and we all played Dan there. And the funny thing was, Jerry, when I put on the blindfold, people thought I was actually better at playing tennis. Hey. So it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> so, but it was. Uh, uh, but it's fascinating. So for B1 and B2 classification, they can have the ball bounced three times before it hit it back. 
Um, B3, it, it can bounce twice. B4, for Dallas, it can only bounce once. So that's, that's how they play. And all the, the scoring system, everything is the exact same in terms right. of how it works. Um, the court, as Dara said, is a little bit shorter. And then there's tactile lines on the court so that with your feet you can feel where the baseline is or you can feel where you're standing. Okay. So and so, Darcy, you said you've been playing six years. How long did it take you to feel comfortable knowing where everything was on the court and actually getting to a point where you felt like, oh, am I really enjoying this? I would say, you know, at least I know, about six months, I would say, definitely, just to get hitting the ball, actually to get it over the net, um, you know, because it was harder than what you thought. Um, and then you have to get used to tracking the ball and listening for the ball. So, yeah, so I would say about six months to feel comfortable running because I only get one bounce. So I am running, constantly running. Um, and then obviously you have to make sure that it actually goes over the net because <laughs> sometimes it doesn't and that's okay. But yeah, so I would say about six months to feel comfortable. What are you listening for? Well, you're listening for the bell, but you're also trying to track. I try and track this big yellow. <clears throat> it's just like, it doesn't look like a ball clearly, but I don't see it. It comes over the net towards me. Um, so I'm looking for this yellow, just some, you know, and that's what I'm watching out for. But because you're you're tracking it, you don't always know if it's going to be a short ball or a long ball. So if it's a short ball, I have to run straight away quickly to the net. I have nearly went over the net quite a number of times because I just belt down towards the net. Um, but yeah, that that's the way I do it. That's the way. And and can you tell now with six years' experience how hard a ball has been hit by the sound of the rattle? Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, you know it's being forced, as in, really. Because it's a sponge ball, clearly you do need to, you know, give it a good hit, you know what I mean? Um, but yes, you can. You can tell uh, how, like, how fast it's coming towards you by the sound of how it's hit, the person has hit it to you. At B, say B3 and B4 level, are you able to in any way see your opponent or, or know where no. in the court you want to hit the ball? No, no. even at no. that level? Yeah, no, you can't see your opponent on the other side. So you can't know. The amazing thing about, about representing your country as well is you get so much recognition and I think that the President and the Taoiseach have, have both indeed, taken yeah, note. Definitely, yes. Feeling dead proud and yeah, you know, the, the team's fantastic. You know, we, you know, it's a great team and then obviously a great team behind us. We wouldn't be able to do it without the volunteers, you know, without the fundraising, you know, um, we couldn't do it without them all, clearly. So we couldn't. Vincent, did you know that you were going to be able to play for Ireland at some point? Was that like when you get into it, it, it someone mentions it early on to you and you're like, yeah, I want to go for this? Uh, well, this time last year now, if someone said to me, you'd be representing Ireland, like within a year, I would say, whatever drugs you're taking, <laughs> ask them over because you're, you're well, I, I, uh, you're the Mad Hatter and I'm Alice in Wonderland. But uh, no, um, like... I did say to my coaches years ago, or not years ago, but months ago, I said, I want to play the best players in Ireland. And uh, Liam told me to come up to Dublin and go to Nice. And uh, I I got to meet the members of, who are currently on the Irish team, who are, they're really good. And I just love playing against them, even even though they were beating me. I love playing against them because we were having this competition and I just was like, 
okay, these guys are really good. I have to up my game. So that took months to even get to their level. And uh, now I just want to play the best players in the world. And when the call um, comes that you've made it to the Ireland team, what's that moment like? Oh, I mean, it's like a dream come true. Like the day, um, like even down Wexford, I got my first green jersey with Ireland on the back of it. I, I nearly burst into tears with the enjoyment because I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is actually happening. It's like winning a gold medal to me. Um, getting the green jersey um, and I got even more green jerseys there last Sunday so <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh brilliant it's like getting more green medals or sorry <laughs> but <laughs> that's the way I was thinking about it. it that's I mean it feels like that to me is like the cream of the crop to even represent your country because the joy it gives me is I, I don't know how to describe it um, but it's it's a great great feeling and uh, it's like I've already won the competition that's how it feels to me but uh, obviously now uh, I'll go over there I'll just take it one game at a time and uh, you know follow the coach's advice and uh, just see how I get on that's all I can do really um, well best of luck uh, Kevin you're relatively new in the, in the role um, yeah just over five months now it's important I think for all sports in Ireland to remind everybody that they are for everybody that yeah. anybody can play sport anytime and that yeah. we've got a reasonable track record of this but sometimes we forget it no I agree and, and um, that's a really key message of what we wanted to get across this morning too is to particularly in this case anybody with a visual impairment for tennis um, to come and try it out. So contact Tennis Ireland, contact your local club. We can help you set up a program in terms of under, we've got an Enjoy Tennis program and it's not just for the visually impaired, it's for any sort of disability to get involved in tennis. Tennis, um, you know, it probably is a bit of a sleeping giant in, in the sense in terms of sport in Ireland. You know, two recent independent studies there just at the beginning of the year had tennis as being the fourth most popular sport after the big three field sports. So, you know, tens and thousands of people playing it. it. Ironically, coming out of COVID took a bit of a boost. It was one of the first, first sports back, you know, to get back in terms of permission to play. So, and funny enough, certainly a lot of my friends would have said, you know, when you're doing those two kilometre walks, as we were all doing, a lot of people went, oh, I didn't even realise there was a tennis court there. <laughs> and then it being, being the first back, people came back to it. So, um, it, so it, it's going, it's thriving at the moment in terms of at a club level. And it's also all lifelong. It's the one sport that, you know, it's great gender balance, but is you can play at any age. We have people playing in competitions, you know, local tournaments in, in their clubs, 85 years old, and obviously people start in four or five years. So, um, but we'd be really keen to, uh, to get more people out. And, you know, hopefully, you know, Doris Finney, we had eight fantastic players. We had a great day on Sunday handing out the jerseys, handing out that letter from the president from Antutron and also um, uh, Leo Varka and Taoiseach had a great video as well for all of them to, to do that so we had a great day in that with um, and also you got to understand it's amazing the volunteer work that has helped these guys get to here in terms of the three uh, great coaches Wesley as team manager uh, Simon McFarland uh, Amory Breen as coaches have been fantastic working with them getting them out but also then you got to think of um, Vision Sports Ireland Rosie there is fantastic help I'll have to must get you out try the blindfold or try actually not only blindfold they've got all these different glasses you try on 
and it gives you the different levels okay, of sight right. that they have at the day, and uh, it's fascinating. We, we we had a good we had a good good fun with that. Um, but you know, Liam O'Donoghue, who's led that sort of enjoy tennis program as a, as a director for for Tennis Ireland too, has done a phenomenal job. But if I could as well, I have to mention Sport Ireland. So um, phenomenal support um, through the government as well in terms of that. Um, Sport Northern Ireland as well. Um, Vision Sport had mentioned, and we also have had two great sponsors to come on in Progressive Vision, who are out in Sandyford, they're an eye clinic, and Theo Farm who specialise in eye products uh, based out in Westport so um, they, they, without them oh, we couldn't do yeah. briefly Castlebar oh, Castlebar very, yeah, very good so um, yeah so listen uh, really enjoying the role it's uh, been challenging but a really interesting challenge and I do think there's a great opportunity for for tennis in Ireland it's uh, it has its own particular challenges in the case that you've got to consider to get better at tennis as Vinny said you've got to constantly pay people that are better than you yeah. and if you're spread around the country trying to get together with those people to play them it's tricky, it's, it's tricky. Yeah. Yeah. there's a strategy document coming right there is yeah I'd love to come back and have a chat yeah, with you we'll about that if you get the opportunity yeah. we'll yeah, definitely yeah. do that when, it, when it's published um, what are you hoping for here uh, next week no pressure now but like uh, what what does success look like for you, Doris? Oh, it has to be a medal. Right, course. okay. Um, <laughs> Straight you know, in. Yeah, the, the, there's three Irish B4 ladies. So I even said, even if we come home with gold, silver and bronze, that, that, that'll do me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that'll do me. And there's doubles as well. So yeah. we're playing doubles too. Right. So yeah. Any? Uh, for me, there's no pressure on me because it's the English and Australian guys that are deemed the best. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, there's no bones about it. I'm looking to beat them. You know, if I'm playing against them, I'm looking to come out on top. But as I said, I just have to take one game at a time. I, that's the only way I'm going to succeed. Uh, oh, but can I thank uh, a few people, if you don't mind, Ger? Um, Go for it, yeah. Be as quick as I can. So all the coaches, volunteers all around the country, all our sponsors and all our families if without the love and support of all our families we wouldn't have been here today so I'd like to thank all all the people of Ireland who have helped support us and sponsor us thank you very much whereabouts are you both from where are you from Vinny uh, I, I'm from Mayo uh, Westport Agar Westport in Mayo originally but now I live in Washford Okay, much better weather. Yeah. <laughs> much better for the outdoor tennis. And Doris, where are you from? I'm from Belfast. Right, very good. Yeah. Well, uh, to your, everybody you've thanked and to your families and your sponsors, it's an inspirational story and best luck. It's definitely one Here's of those things. Thanks very much for having behind. us. Thank you. Thanks, so our, our thanks, thanks for your support as well. That's, uh, yeah, no worries. Yeah, definitely. You've been listening to Vinnie Keane and Doris Finley, who are going to represent Ireland uh, next week. And of course, the Tennis Ireland CEO, Kevin Quinn. Off the ball, breakfast. Ireland's Sports Breakfast Show.